This is Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives on ReachMD. The following episode is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and the American Gastroenterological Association. Hello, everyone. My name is Maria Abreu. We're here live in Las Vegas at the second annual Crohn's and Colitis Congress that's being jointly sponsored by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and the American Gastroenterologic uh, Association. I'm Maria Abreu. I'm a gastroenterologist and IBD person at the University of Miami, and I'm joined by Dr. Michael Rosen, who's a pediatric gastroenterologist at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And this morning, we had the good fortune of, of participating in a session called environmental uh, triggers and stemming the rising tide of inflammatory bowel disease. Dr. Rosen and Dr. Eugene Chang from the University of Chicago jointly organized this session. So Michael, thanks for joining us uh, of course, today. happy to be here. Tell me what uh, what was the hottest thing you heard this morning at your session? Well, I think I think that, that one of the themes that came up is a lot of interest in, in personalized approaches to using diet in the future to modify potentially the microbiome to improve intestinal inflammation and IBD. Yeah. Well, don't you think you're ahead of us in the pediatric world? There's certainly a lot of use of uh, dietary approaches in, in pediatrics, especially with uh, exclusive enteral nutritions, and, and other diets are, are being studied, still investigational at this point. Yeah. I mean, I really loved Gil Kaplan's talk about the epidemiology and, and the concepts of epidemiology and how... Um, there's a rising incidence, but even as the incidence sort of settles out, that for the foreseeable decades, we're going to continue to see an increasing in the number of people that are going to have IBD, right? And yeah. they're going to get older. And But I also think that he left us with this message that maybe if we could figure it out, right? If we figured out a diet, we could tell people that they should be on or identify environmental triggers that maybe we could uh, start having a decline in that, which I think would be great. Yeah, that's certainly the, the hope. And even though the incidence is settling out uh, in developed countries and in newly industrialized countries, uh, the, the incidence is still rising uh, pretty rapidly. And uh, we're going to need uh, new solutions or a that. Right. That's right. Well, what are you going to tell clinicians they should do with what they learned this morning? Yeah, well, I think I think I think Dr. Kaplan, Gil Kaplan, gave some great advice about what he gave tells his patients, especially when they ask them, "How do I prevent my child from getting inflammatory bowel disease?" And we don't, of course, don't know exactly how to do that yet. But I think he gave some common sense advice: uh, avoiding things we know to be triggers, not smoking cigarettes, avoiding NSAIDs, eating a generally uh, healthy diet with fruits and vegetables. Uh, and uh, and fish oil yeah. uh, are things that have reasonable confidence could help yeah. prevent inflammation yeah. in the intestine. I also, I mean, I, I actually do also tell my patients some of the advice that Gil had on the slide, including being physically active, mm -hmm. you know, uh, minimizing the stressors that are optional, right? I mean, I think that there, life has, has stressors that we can't avoid, but I think not needlessly putting yourself in situations of stress. So I, thought, I think there's a lot I think a clinician could take back to their offices. Um, so I think with that, that's all the time really we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives. To access other episodes of this series, visit reachmd.com foundation, where you can be part of the knowledge.